Sienna Marabella, and you're listening to the Honey Soleil podcast, bringing you all things wellness for your mind, body, and soul. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It has been so long. It's been a honest minute. I've gotten so overwhelmed over the past couple of weeks. Like things have just been crazy busy. I've been sick like 50 days out of this week, honestly. It's just, it's been a mess. But I'm back here with an interview with Natalie Barbu. I love her. So excited about this interview, but I thought I would kind of update you guys first on what's going on with me since it's been a hot minute, honestly. So over the past, not the past weekend, the past weekend before last, anyway, the weekend of February 22nd, that's when I turned 22. It was my golden birthday. Uh, Honestly, the last birthday that I'm excited excited for, probably until my dirty 30. But my golden birthday was so fun. I went camping in Catalina, which is an island in California, with my boyfriend. We I've never been camping before, but I personally loved the experience. It was so fun. And like I'm super high maintenance, so I was like, um, how am I gonna handle not showering for two days and not doing makeup and not doing my skincare, like my 12-step skincare routine? It was really daunting, but honestly, I had so much fun. I loved playing cards and just hiking and checking out the town and camping and listening to the birds in the morning and the rain. I don't know. It, it made me feel one with nature and I, I'm obsessed with it. I really loved it. So that was fun. That was my golden birthday. Um, a lot of you knew I was going to Paris for my birthday, but because of the whole coronavirus and the travel thing, I just was like too free. I'm like a germaphobe sometimes. So I was just too freaked out to go to Paris during all of this. So I moved my trip to September. So you guys will get to see me in Paris in the fall, which will be, oh my God, a dream. So we just kind of postponed that. And then for my birthday, I just went camping, which was really fun for me. It doesn't matter to me. I'm super easygoing. So I love anything, but that's kind of what has been going on with me and my birthday. That's pretty much it. But school has been really hectic trying to balance. I took for granted when I only did YouTube and I wasn't even paying attention to Instagram because now that I run podcast, blog, Instagram, YouTube, I go to school. I have to maintain a relationship, which I didn't have before. I have to, you know, still incorporate self-care and me time. It's a lot on my plate and I don't know how girls do like full-time school, full-time relationship, full-time work, full-time this. I'm like, oh my God, you're, you're my idol. But it's honestly, it's been so hard for me because, you know, it's a drastic switch because I went from having like not as many priorities and kind of like floating around, not knowing what to do to having all of these priorities. And it's, it's hard to manage, but I do have like a lot of episodes on like managing your time and videos on that. So I honestly take my own advice and just watch those again to remember like what keeps me in check. But I am so excited to make more podcast episodes. I love podcasting so much. So if you guys want like anything you want me to talk about, just please let me know whether it be in a DM, a comment, um, anything just to let me know what you guys want to hear on the podcast or who you want me to interview because this podcast serves you guys. So I want to do what you want to hear. But yeah, that is a little bit of chit chat for you. Now let's get into what today's episode is about. I am interviewing Natalie Barbu in today's episode. I'm obsessed with Natalie. I think you guys know this. I've interviewed Natalie before on my previous podcast, but I had to absolutely have her back 
on the new podcast because she's just my favorite person ever and I love talking to her. So if you don't know who Natalie is, Natalie's currently balancing her own consulting business. She's a YouTuber and she has a successful podcast and she does it from New York, which I absolutely love. So we just discussed the steps behind launching your own consulting business and just the realities of working for yourself. Plus I did a little self-indulgent questions about New York because you guys know I, I adore New York. So I just had to hear it from her because I know she recently moved to New York, not so recently, but she's been in New York for a bit. So we just chatted about New York life, working for yourself, managing your time, Google calendar. Also the episode is really short. It's like about 25 minutes, which is not ideal for me. It's just, I'm kind of getting new to the swing of interviews. So I prepared, um, obviously some questions for her, but we kind of went through them. We went over everything and then I didn't have any extra questions to ask. So, you know, it's, it's short and sweet, but it's to the point. It's really nice. It's really fun. I loved interviewing her. It was amazing. And I'm definitely going to have her back on the podcast. If you guys want, we talked about making this like a reoccurring thing where we both, you know, guest star on each other's podcast. So if you want to hear more of Natalie, just like definitely let me know in the comments of the podcast Instagram and we'll have Natalie back on the show. I'll even have you guys ask me questions that you want me to ask her. If you guys want me to actually do that for future interviews and if I'm telling you who's going to be on the podcast and I say, what do you want me to ask them? That would be really helpful because I'm obviously new to the whole interviewing thing and I can only ask from my perspective and what I want to hear, but it's great to have you guys put your input in of what you actually want to hear from these guests. So let me know on the podcast Instagram who you want me to interview, questions you have for these people, stuff like that. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really liked it. It was so fun talking to Natalie and let's just get into it. Hi, Natalie. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you back. First off, just tell the audience a little bit about yourself. So where you grew up, what you currently do, and kind of how you got to where you are. Yeah, so my name's Natalie, and I actually grew up in North Carolina. I went to school at NC State University in Raleigh, and I majored in industrial engineering, which is a little different than what I'm doing right now. Definitely. But yeah, I graduated with that degree. Then I went on to get a job in consulting at like a big consulting firm called Accenture. But while I was there, I was still doing YouTube, and I've been doing YouTube since I was 15. So all throughout college, when I was working my corporate job, I was still doing YouTube. And it kind of just took off to a point where I realized that I could do it full time time and I had so many other business ideas that I wanted to pursue and so it was just smarter for me to quit my job and really focus full-time on my own business um, so yeah that's what I did after nine months of working there and then I kind of picked up and moved to New York City which has been my dream nice. for so long um, and now I'm doing YouTube full-time and I also have a consulting service business where I help other people grow their personal brands and also I help other brands with marketing strategies and also like influencer marketing type stuff. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at today in my life. You've done so much and you're so young. I love it. But thank you. So I didn't know you actually were at a consulting business prior to starting your own consulting business. What made you leave that and decide to kind of do your own personal consulting? 
So when I was at Accenture, which is a large consulting company, but like there's, it's so big Mm. that there are a million projects. Like there's some really, really cool projects that I probably would have loved to be on, but I was just (laughs) not fulfilled in my role there. Like they kind of put me in the one where you're just starting off and it's not very fun. It's not fascinating. It's not challenging. Mm. And even though I liked the people that I worked with, I just wasn't fulfilled at my job at all. And it wasn't something I could see myself growing in. And I feel like at like super, super large companies, it's hard to move. So it's kind of hard to make any decisions or to transfer because you have to go through so many layers since it's such a large company. Mm-hmm. So I, I really didn't like that aspect of it. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I realized that it must be so many people. So it's difficult and you can kind of do your own thing now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I like having control. I love that. I get that too. I love control. But yeah. <laughs> so what was actually like the process of how you started your own consulting business and how you kind of came up with the idea to do personal branding and put that in motion? I really just was always fascinated about social media as a business. Like the fact that when me and you first started YouTube, it was definitely mm-hmm. not a business. Like it was oh, yeah, just for fun sure. and a hobby. So we kind of grew up in like the first wave of people that learned how to make this go from a hobby to a business, which I think is really, really neat. And so I feel like just growing up on it, so many people ask me like about social media advice or they'll ask me like, I'm trying to start a YouTube channel. Can you help me out? Or I'm going to start like an Instagram page and I want to make a blog or whatever it is. And I was always like getting asked questions about it. And I feel like I was, it was something I was always fascinated in and I really, really loved doing. And I loved just marketing in general. Like I think I, if I were to go back to, I'd probably like double major in marketing or something. (laughs) because I'm yeah I'm so fascinated with it and I feel like it's something I'm very interested and passionate about Mm -hmm. and so I just realized I'm like there's kind of a market for this like a lot of people are asking Mm -hmm. me about it this is a legit business now it's not just a hobby anymore like it's a hobby but you can also make a lot of money on it so I want to help people out with things I wish I knew when I was younger because Mm -hmm. I made so many mistakes on my years on YouTube too so I kind of just started with that idea and started asking my followers and my subscribers what they thought about it. And I got a lot of huge positive response. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. And I just impulsively started this business. And I it's think been that's, going great. that's the best way to jump into anything. And also taking something that you're good at and making it kind of like your career. I think that's one of the smartest things that you could do. I'm so glad you have success with that. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I think it's something that if you can find something, find like a market in something that you're already good at, because Mm -hmm. you might think that like, oh, everyone's good at this, but they're not, you know, like we all have our different strengths. So like I'm sometimes the things I'm like consulting on, I'm like, I feel like everyone knows this. Like maybe I shouldn't make a business out of it, but they don't. And like, I have things that I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that person knows how to do that. Or Mm -hmm. so is an expert in that subject, but like to them, it comes like second nature. So I think it's just, we all need to like play on our strengths. Exactly. And not everyone does things like you because you always will add something unique to the table. So I think that's such a good, kind of such a good idea. I don't know. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, for anyone that's actually unfamiliar with consulting, I mean, I know it because I listen to your podcast like religiously, but if anyone's unfamiliar with it, can you kind of shed some light on what exactly you do for your clients within your coaching sessions and maybe like, what do you offer for people and what's your main focus? I mean, I know you touched on it a little bit, but can you go kind of in depth with that? Yeah. So basically I have a website, you can go on there and you book my services. But what that means is that when you're booking it, if you need help with like personal branding, where you're trying to start a YouTube channel and you're trying to take it way more seriously, you've been pretty stagnant on YouTube and you haven't seen any growth. Like I basically go in and do a 
deep dive of your channel, of your Instagram, of your podcast, of whatever, your website, whatever it is based on social media. And we come up with a strategy to help you grow and to help you achieve your goals. So some people's goals are not necessarily growth. It's more like, okay, I'm trying to pivot. Like I've been making Mm -hmm. this type of video for so long and I'm trying to make now these types of videos, but my followers aren't going to be happy or I'm, I don't know why, like I haven't grown at all, or I'm trying to connect to a different audience. So it totally depends. So I have people fill out a questionnaire beforehand and so smart. Yeah. So I can fully understand what they want before even like going into the session. So they fill out a questionnaire that talks about who they are, what their goals are from this consultation linking all of their stuff, kind of their, their story and the, on social media. And then I'll go in beforehand and I actually have like a Google folder for every single client of mine. And I write an outline of what we're going to talk about before the sessions even started. So I've already done like a deep dive of your, whatever you've sent me, like YouTube, mm-hmm. podcast, Instagram, whatever that might look like. I've already researched it. I've made a whole outline of what I want to talk about with you. And then we get on an hour long session and it's a video chat. And then we talk about that and we bounce ideas off each other. I really like tell you like, okay, listen, this is what you should be doing. Like I looked into the tags that you're using and like, you really should be using these for example. And like talking about search engine optimization because your videos are good, but you're just not getting like Mm -hmm. your audience. Like there's no one watching it. So how do we get people to watch it? So that's the type of stuff that we go through in the call. And then, um, I send them the outline and I send them a recording of the call so that they have. And then if they rebook sessions with me, it's like all in that folder. So it's all organized. Oh, I love that. And it probably pays to be really organized about it. I assume that's just essential, but I mean, how do you kind of break down your work days and manage your time? Cause I know you do like YouTube, you do the consulting, you have a lot on your plate. So how do you kind of break down a day, a work day for yourself? This is something I'm trying to actually like get better at because I feel like I do not time batch and I really should. Oh, same. I just heard so much about it. It's hard, especially with the jobs that we have because Mm -hmm. every day is different. Exactly. I would love to say like, oh, I'm just going to do consulting calls on Monday. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to do podcast episodes on Tuesday. I'm just going to do YouTube stuff on Wednesday, but Mm -hmm. we rely on so many other people. So we can't do that. Right. I've tried to do that too. And I, no matter how many times I try to set like, okay, today's this day, it just never works out for me. Exactly. So like, because my podcast, like yours, like we have interviews. So like, what if the person I'm interviewing can't do Wednesdays and that's when I want to do podcasts, (laughs) you know? So I have to just really rely on a calendar and be like, okay, this is my free Mm -hmm. time of availability and like just switch on like modes on my, like, okay, now I'm on podcast mode an hour ago I was in consulting mode. So (laughs) I just basically organize it by a calendar essentially. Same. I feel you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you send Google invites. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. I was like, I always wonder like, does this person use Google calendar? Cause to me it's like second nature to just put everything in the calendar. So I would totally recommend Google Calendar to anyone who's like kind of working for themselves because it's just, it's the best way to manage your time, I think. It's the best. Seriously, it's so great. But kind of on the, not on the other side, maybe on the other side, but working for yourself since we both are, we work remotely, it's kind of, you know, solitude for so many hours. How do you manage that? And do you have any specific tips on how to deal with the loneliness factor, I guess? Yeah. I mean, it definitely can be lonely. Like today, for Mm -hmm. example, I did not leave my apartment. Like I literally was in my apartment all day long. I went to the gym in the morning and that was it. Like I'm literally still in my workout clothes and it's 5 p.m. I feel disgusting, but (laughs) 
So I try to get out of the house more by, I joined a co-working space. So that has helped just with, even though I'm not necessarily socializing with other people, Mm -hmm. just being around other people, I think puts you more in that like work mindset. And also Mm -hmm. like, you don't feel as alone because you have so many people's around you. So like, if I want to take a break, I can go and like get a coffee or if I wanted to like go to a networking event, like I have that option to do that there. Mm -hmm. So I think that has helped me a lot. And also I have a podcast. So like I interview other people, which I'm trying now to do more like in-person ones because I just honestly, yeah, I just like want to do in-person ones. Like I just Mm -hmm. like miss hanging out with people. I miss seeing people. I get that. Yeah. (laughs) I get that. I get that. But so you're, you're with the, the wing, right? Yes. Oh my God. I joined that because of you. And I totally agree that like the energy of being around other people working, it makes it feel less lonely. And that's why I used to do like coffee shops or yeah, pretty much just coffee shops because when you're kind of around other people, just, you're just around other people. It makes it feel kind of like you're going to a job in a way, I think. Oh my God. Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm going to the office because when I'm there, I'm there for hours on end. Same. You just sit there for hours. You take like a coffee lunch break, but you're like in the grind mode. Exactly. So I really, really like it. And it's nice because like coffee shops, I just feel bad staying there for so long and then they don't have outlets and then it's a tiny table. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like a co-working space makes you so much more Mm -hmm. in that work mindset, but also like you don't feel as lonely. And I feel like sometimes people will be like, oh, like, what are you working on? You know, at a co-working space, it's like more acceptable to do that. But a coffee shop No, I've met like, I've met a couple people that I now talk to from the wing. So like, following you on that was just the best thing I ever did. Yay. I'm so glad. Right? It's seriously the best. It's it amazing. is the best. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I recommend it to everyone. Same. Okay. So now I want to talk about New York because I am, obs- I live vicariously through you because you live in New York, but how did you decide on New York? Like how'd you decide it was for you and how'd you go about finding an apartment? Cause I know that can be super difficult in New York. Oh yeah. Well, you definitely should move here. I totally recommend. <laughs> yes. I've I'm been thinking about it. it. <laughs> you should. I mean, I've literally been loving it. I've also been one of those people that was like dreaming of New York since I was a little mm-hmm. kid. So I've been wanting to move here since I was nine years old. Like ever since I, my family took me here for the first time, I was like, I'm going to move here. Oh, that's so so it was just, yeah, it was just like such a magical place for me always when I was a kid. And like, don't get me wrong. There are negatives about the city. Like mm-hmm. it's very expensive. You get a very, very tiny apartment for a lot of money. Um, it can smell sometimes. It gets cold. <laughs> you know, like there are yeah. downsides, but for me, the opportunity here and the upsides outweigh it so much. Like Mm -hmm. it's a total energy thing for me where it's like the energy of the people here is unlike anywhere else I've been. It's so different. And it's like, you are immersed in it every single day. And it's so nice. Like even going out at night, like not even in a working, like not even talking about work, but just like going out at night with your friends. Like you just feel like, oh my God, I'm in New York city. Like I'm so happy here. Like, it's just like a a very different vibe than just mm-hmm. like going to a bar somewhere else. You know, I, I right? just like, I can't even describe it. It's just so nice being here. And I feel like there's so many people that are in that same boat that are like coming from other places that their dream was to make it in New York city. And now we're all finally here. And it's just Aww. a really, really cool experience. I love that. And that's so funny that you mentioned the energy because I, I literally have a question written down here that says there's nothing like the energy in New York. And how do you feel that it differs from LA? Because I know they're so drastically different. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I feel like in New York, everything, like what I love about it, every time I'm walking with someone, 
I'm like, oh my God, I just love that you can walk everywhere. I love oh, that yeah. there's um, like, if I'm going to meet my friend for dinner, let's say, but I also need to stop at CVS and I also need to stop at the bank and I need to stop to get whatever else. It's literally mm-hmm. on the way. Like I can walk and do everything in like a matter of 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I but, love that. Yeah. But in LA, it's like, you have to get in your car, you have to park, you have to, you know, mm-hmm. you can't do that many things in a day. Yeah. So it's more planned out and it's more relaxed because like you physically cannot do that much. That's true. See, that's what I love about so, um, New York. I feel like it's more of a, a kind of a busy energy and like there's just always something to do. That's why I like watch Sex in the City and Gossip Girl and I'm like, ugh, I want to live there one day. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's very true. Like all of, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously like those shows like make it out to be so yeah. glamorous in the sense of like Carrie Bradshaw could never afford that apartment on. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, like doesn't she live on like <laughs> the Upper East Side or like 73rd Park? Like I feel like that's so expensive. No. Yeah. She like, so obviously those things are very glamorized, mm-hmm. but I think everything else is so true of like, it's just, yeah, the people here are so much more real. I feel like it's very mm-hmm. like what you see is what you get, which I appreciate a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it's a cool thing that like, like the subway, for example, like you're rubbing shoulders with people of all different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So diverse. Like you can have a, like a CEO or someone high up in corporate with someone who's like a street artist or like a oh, yeah. dancer on Broadway. You know, I think it's just mm-hmm. a cool thing to think about. They have so many different types of people on this like tiny little island. No, I love that. It's just like, you've got a ton of people jam packed and they're from so many different backgrounds. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And finding an apartment here though, like you were asking, oh, it's yeah. miserable. That's- <laughs> oh my God. That's the one part that's like, it's like kind of an obstacle for me. Cause I know I want to move there at least once in my life, but like looking on apartments.com, I'm like, holy shit, I need a roommate. I feel like on average here, you can find a studio for minimum, minimum a studio in Manhattan, in mm-hmm. Manhattan for 2000. Oh, okay. But- that's, that's doable. Okay. I get that. But that's like, and that's in Manhattan. So like you obviously you can find something for cheaper in Brooklyn or Queens or mm-hmm. uh, Hoboken in New Jersey or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it just depends on the area too. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was very picky on the area. I was like, I want to live downtown. Like I didn't want to look in Upper East Side or Upper West Side or like yeah. Midtown or anything like that. Like I really, really liked the downtown area, which is now like very, very expensive. So for me, I was like, okay, I'm sacrificing my space for yeah. like, I know I'm going to be paying a lot and I could probably get more if I move somewhere else, but like, I mm-hmm. really want to live down here. Yeah. It's all about things location. Just, yeah. Things just go really quickly. So you have to be very on top of it and get all your documents together. You have to have your mm-hmm. check ready to sign. Like it's very, very, very mm-hmm. intense though. Apartment search. Like we oh, found this yeah. before it was even on the market. And we, oh, like, no way. Put- yeah. How'd you yeah. do that? Like, so we were seeing another place in my same building and the mm-hmm. guy was like, Oh, I have another apartment upstairs. Oh. Like it's going to get listed tomorrow. And That's we're like, so Oh, smart. can we see it? Yeah. So we saw it and we were like, all right, we're taking it. Like we <laughs> want to take so good. it. And, then, and yeah. the approval process is hard. Like you have to oh be making 40 times the annual or 40 <laughs> times the monthly rent, which is like insane. Wait, well, oh, that makes sense. But yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It's scary, but like, I feel like it's worth it because if you've always had New York as a dream, nothing should stop you because I'm like you. And when I was in um, like middle school, I would always post NYU shit everywhere. I was like, I have to go to New York. NYU is my dream school. So like, I've kind of let that die, but now seeing you and like all these people that live there, it just seems like somewhere I have to live for at least like a year, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. No, it's, it's amazing. Like I recommend it to everyone if you want to live here. What part of New York do you think is the most budget friendly, but it's in Manhattan still, it's kind of close to everything. I mean, that's difficult, but like, what do you think is the best kind of place for someone who is kind of our age and has a good budget, but not insane? So actually like Upper East Side, when Gossip Girl makes it seem like the Upper East Side (laughs) is like the most expensive place, but it's actually really affordable. So you can actually move to the Upper East Side. Um, But the thing is, like, a lot of young people and, like, a lot of bars and, like, cool restaurants are more downtown. Um, But the East Village is also more affordable compared to, like, the West Village. Mm -hmm. And, like, Lower East Side is where literally every single bar is if you go out at night. And, like, that's pretty affordable now. It's getting more expensive. But, like, for Manhattan, the East Side in general is cheaper than the West Side. Oh, okay. Love that. So much to do in all of those areas. Oh, I bet. I know. Like, New York has so much to do everywhere, it feels like. All right. Well, let's take it back to um, your day. So let's, if you want to, break down your morning routine for me because you know I'm obsessed with morning routines. I have to hear this. Oh, yeah. No, I am too. I So this morning, I actually was a little different of a morning than I usually have. So I woke up around 8 a.m. and I had a consultation at 9. So I had to prepare for that. So I like quickly Mm -hmm. at like 8.15 started preparing for that consultation and then on the call from nine to 10. And then I actually went to the gym afterwards, which I normally like waking up around like 7am and like going to the gym and then like doing all my work afterwards. But Last night, my cousin actually got engaged, so we celebrated. So, Aww, congrats! <laughs> I didn't wake up early. <laughs> yeah, no way. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sleep in a little bit." At <laughs> yeah. eight a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, but normally, I like waking up early at like seven, going to the gym, mm-hmm. eating a breakfast at my apartment, and then like doing stuff for work, which would mean either going to the wing or sometimes I'll do like half at my apartment, half at the wing, or sometimes I'll just stay home all day if it's like easier Mm -hmm. and more convenient, like if I'm filming. So it just totally Mm -hmm. depends, but I have to look at my calendar every hour. So I make sure that like I'm on track with my life. (laughs) Me too. If I don't look at my Google calendar, I think there was a day that it went down. I was freaking out. Oh my God. If there is a day it went down, yeah. I would just be like, I'm sorry. Like if I can't do anything, I don't, today. I know I can't do anything. Like right? I don't know what I was supposed to do. Like, I'm sorry. I did not know <laughs> how to function during that because like, if you can't check your Google calendar, how, how do you know what you're supposed to do today? Honestly, I wouldn't No, right? I, I literally wouldn't. Like, <laughs> same. Like I don't memorize it. So I would have no idea, but yeah. I feel you on your morning routine kind of varying, but still the same wake up time. I think the same wake up time is super important. I try to do that too. Yeah, because that's right. the thing. Like if you wake up early enough, because I, I don't take any consultations before nine, like nine mm-hmm. is the absolute earliest. So I know that if I'm awake by seven, I can still do everything I have to do. Definitely. And like, if I have a consultation at nine, I'll still be ready for it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I like to give myself time in the morning too. I really feel that. Yeah. I hate being rushed in the morning. Same. I can't do it. What would you say kind of like motivates you? I know that's a really broad question, but what kind of gets you motivated, gets you out of ruts, gets you staying um, inspired? I think for me, it's just like, I am very self-motivated, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things where like, I don't want to be bored and I am yep. like, <laughs> bored if I'm not doing things. So for yeah. me, like coming up with business ideas, coming, working on my like own personal stuff is really, really fun. So that kind of motivates me. And also like when I was at my corporate job, for example, I was just like, I don't want to do this again. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. have to go work at a corporate job again. And so like, I'm going to work extra hard on my own stuff so that I can like be successful in that. So I I can like have the life that I want to live. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of like thinking of the future too. Like 
I don't want to be mindlessly spending, for example, right now, because what if I need that money in the future? Or like, I want to be creating more than just, yeah, like more than just like my YouTube channel, because I don't know how long that's going to last. So I'm like always like thinking about my future. I think that's, that's amazing. I love that. That's like the way, the main way that I guess Mm -hmm. I stay motivated. I feel like I'm the same way with that. If I don't have like, if I'm not thinking about my future, there's like little motivation. I always need to be thinking about like future me. How would she feel? Exactly. Yeah, No, exactly. So that's like one way I stay motivated. Nice. Well, actually that is all the questions I have for you today. I did not write as many as I thought, but I really enjoyed chatting with you. So before we go though, where can people find you? Just pimp yourself out, share your socials, all that stuff. Yeah. So my username or my Instagram, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I haven't said the word username in so long. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It just Instagram came out. Handle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My Instagram is Natalie Barbu. You can find my consulting, NatalieBarbu.com. Um, podcast is the real, real podcast, which Sienna was actually on an episode, but I need Ooh, to have you on again. That was fun. Because <laughs> I, I want to talk about like all things like self-care. Oh and, my God. You know, I love that. that yeah. No. So I'm going to have you on again. There um, but <laughs> I feel like yeah, I need you to have you as a recurring that. guest. <laughs> Yes, no, we should right? do that like a series, like a series, like Sienna and Natalie chatting for an hour. Siri, I would love it. I'm here. Right? For it. I'm, here. I'm down. I'm down. I'll send you the Google Calendar in my. Perfect. We'll do a recurring one. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so you can just find me there. Um, but I'm so used to always being the one to do this. So it's. I know it's. It must be different for you because I know I always listen to your your interviews and I'm like. She's going to be on my podcast though, and she's going to have to yeah. answer these questions. But yeah, so I'm going to have all your links in the show notes, all of that. And yeah, this was a really great episode. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Natalie. Thanks for having me. That was today's episode with Natalie Barbu. Be sure to check her out. I will have all of her social medias, her website, all of that in the show notes below. Check her out and also be sure to follow the podcast Instagram, which is just Honey Soleil Podcast, as well as my own personal Instagram. I will have everything, of course, linked below. And also, Honey Soleil launched a website. This is where I'm transitioning my blog to being a Honey Soleil website. So it's going to be where I have all these articles and it's just a modern lifestyle brand. So be sure to check Honey Soleil website. It's just honeysoleil.com. Again, it'll be in the show notes, but check it out for some articles relating to lifestyle, wellness, and all things self-care. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please be sure to review it on iTunes. That means so much to me. It helps me grow. If you want to leave it a five stars, we love constructive compliments. If you watch The Office, you get that. But um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye.